Alright, what is going on everybody? How is everybody doing today? Welcome back here today to another mock offseason here on the Triple Option Podcast. Today, we're heading to the NFC South and we're doing the Atlanta Falcons. So, brief overview of the Falcons going into this offseason. They finished third in the NFC South last year with a 7-10 record. They finished with the 26th ranked offense and the 18th ranked defense. They fired head coach Arthur Smith after three years as the head coach and he never made the playoffs once since becoming the Falcons head guy. They hired 2020 interim head coach Raheem Morris after Dan Quinn was fired, uh, who was recently the Rams defensive coordinator this past season. Uh, Morris brought over his former Rams colleague in Zach Robinson, who was the Rams QB coach to be the new offensive coordinator. He was a hot name on the market. Uh, He also brought over Rams assistant head coach Jimmy Lake to be the defensive coordinator. So you could see maybe that the Falcons are going to be somewhat the Rams 2.0 going forward. The Falcons have a huge question mark at quarterback, but whoever it is will have three former top 10 picks for skill positions, including Kyle Kyle Pitts at uh, tight end, who was drafted in 2020. Drake London at receiver, who was drafted in 21, um, and then B. John Robinson in 23. Have my years wrong. Pitts at 21, London 22, Robinson at 23. Uh, sorry about that. And then they are projected to have around $40 million in cap space and have the eighth overall pick in the NFL draft. What's going on, Dom? You ready to, to mock the Falcons offseason here? Let's do it. This is going to be a very interesting team. There's a lot of ways we can go with this one. Yeah, I think for most of our mocks so far, it's been pretty streamlined on who we had like at quarterback next year because it's either, all right, Pats, Commanders, Bears, we drafted pretty much quarterbacks, uh, or we haven't done the Bears yet, but we're going to draft one at number one overall. Like Giants, we still rocked with Daniel Jones. Titans, we still rocked with Will Levis. And like obviously Cardinals and Chargers, we rocked with Murray and Herbert. So that's going to be a big question mark. Like who are we going to draft a quarterback? Are we going to sign one in free agency? Are we going to trade for one? I think that's something we're going to have to figure out. Yeah, and it seems in the real world, it seems like Justin Fields is a heavy favorite to go to the Falcons. Mm -hmm. I mean... I've been, that's just all I've been seeing, and I don't, I mean, it makes sense to me. I can connect the dots. He's from Georgia. He played at Georgia for a season. Like, it it makes sense, but at the end of the day, there are some bigger fish out there in free agency. Maybe they go after one of them, so they have a few different ways they can go. Yeah, for sure. And I think that'll be like the thing we can address pretty much first this offseason. But like I mentioned, they're fine at running back with Tyler Algier and Bijan Robinson. Um, we'll hopefully see Bijan be the top guy next year and not a split backfield now that Arthur Smith is no longer there. Um, they're, they could definitely look for another receiver too. Like they have Drake London um, and Matt Collins is a free agent. Van Jefferson, Scott Miller, all are free agents. They could definitely use possibly two receivers uh, this offseason. Find a tight end with Kyle Pitts. Johnny Smith um, is no longer coming back. We could look to add an offensive lineman or two. I mean, Christian Lindstrom is making a bunch of money. Jake Matthews is making a bunch of money. Uh, Caleb McGarry is making a bunch of money. But we could still always look to add on the O-line. Defense, um, Kyle Campbell is a free agent. Defense like was solid last year, but nothing crazy. We can look to add on the defensive side of the ball going forward. So I guess before we figure out quarterback, is there anybody that you want to re-sign specifically? Do you want to re-sign Jeff Akuda? Do you want to re-sign anyone specifically? I don't think Akuda would be going back. I feel like I feel like he's that player that was good but not great. So they'll probably just want to upgrade instead of just bringing back what they already have. Like. You know what you got. Why not try to get something better? I think they're in that mindset. Yeah, definitely. And I think um, for a team that has the eighth overall pick, um, and especially if they don't like draft a quarterback and they have that pick, like they can get very creative on the defensive side of the ball in this draft. Um, they have 43 in the second round, and then they also have two third-round picks, one coming over from the Jaguars. So they have 74 and 79 as well. So we're going to be making four mock draft picks as well. So I guess we might as well address the most important position, quarterback. Taylor Heineke is under contract. Um, Desmond Ritter is under contract. 
Um, do you, or actually, before we get into that, is there any major cut candidates out here? I, w- I was looking at it, and I mean, Grady Jarrett would save money. I don't think that's a smart cut, though. Um, no. Other players that they can maybe save money with, like you just mentioned Taylor Heineke. If Raheem Morris has no use for him, they could save about not, uh, 7 mil by cutting him. Mm-hmm. So if he's fully not in their plans, I could see him maybe getting cut. Other than that, this team doesn't really have too many huge cap hits upcoming that they can get rid of. So I think I think they're just going to roll with what they got. I, th- those would be the only two guys that even stand out at all to me. Yeah, I'm fine with Desmond Ritter being the backup at the minimum. I guess it also, like, do you feel fine with, like, Heineke getting cut and Ritter being the backup either way? Or say we brought in, like, a Kirk Cousins, then we don't really need a Heineke as, like, a veteran backup. Like, do you think... You're fine with, like, I guess, like, Heineke and Ritter are so similar, and they're obviously QB2s, QB3s, and I guess if we could save a little bit of money, we could probably even, like, we could probably snag one in free agency for probably the better minimum to to compete with Ritter. Yeah, because if you know Heineke is not going to be starting next year, and you mentioned he's essentially the same as Ritter when it comes down to it, this team, you could use that 7 mil, you mentioned that wide receiver, or just getting Mm -hmm. a different quarterback for even cheaper. I feel like that could be the way to go, but they should probably only do that if they 100% get like their future quarterback in this offseason. Yeah, and I think they're going to be like thrown around a bunch of names. Obviously, Justin Fields, like going back home, has been in the talks, and they have the draft capital to go out and get him. Obviously, they don't have to give up pick eight to do so. This team could have cap space to go out and sign a Kirk Cousins, and Kirk Cousins could immediately lead a team with Bijan, Kyle Pitts, and Drake London in a wide open NFC South still. Like, I don't think Tampa Bay is running away with the division next year by any means. So that could be a name. I think that's, I think Cousins would be the only free agent name, right? I don't think this team would really address anybody else. Or did you like a Gardner Minshew or, or somebody like that? I mean, I'm just going to throw out some more names. Like, Russell Wilson would probably be a free agent. Is that someone True. that the Falcons would be enticed or you mentioned the NFC South Baker Mayfield's a free agent. What if Atlanta, what if Atlanta's just like, we, what if the Bucks decide that he's not worth 30, 35 million a year and the Falcons say, all right, we saw you win the division last year. Come over to us and let's, let's do it. Like, I don't, th- I don't think that <sighs> Baker's happens. interesting. I, I don't, yeah, think, that I don't happens, think it happens either. But he is, he is out there and he will probably get, he's going to get pretty big money. So it's, it's possible. Yeah. Uh, it's interesting too. I, I don't hate the idea of Russell Wilson. And I, I feel like, I wonder what, like, like, I wonder where Russell Wilson would really end up if it's not Pittsburgh or Atlanta, because I feel like those are obviously two favorites. Maybe he ends up in Vegas, who knows? Um, and there could be teams. I don't know if you know any other teams that are kind of interested in him right now, but I don't know. Okay, so I guess basically it comes down to, I don't think Baker's going to happen. So I think it's like Kirk, Russ, Justin Fields via trade, or it's probably J.J. McCarthy at eight. So I think those are our options right now. I personally would prefer if the Falcons went after Kirk Cousins. But if we want to use the logic that it seems very likely Justin Fields will get traded there, I'm fine going down that route. I'll kind of leave it up. I'll leave it up to you for that. I'm going to let you pick because I do think, I think Kirk Cousins is the smarter pick and I've been uh, very vocal that I don't think Justin Fields is a good quarterback, which little sidetrack. I was going to say this maybe for the Bears uh, mock offseason when we do it. But mm-hmm. why did we spend all season tearing Justin Fields down and now all of a sudden teams think he's like the most valuable quarterback to ever live? Like some of these trades I've seen for him are like insane. And we spent the past four months saying he's awful and not a starting quarterback. I just wanted to make sense. 
No, I know, I know. It's just because he was a 2021 first round pick. He was good enough last year and is still young on his rookie contract where it's going to be appealing. And it's like, oh my God, you put him in a different situation. And it's not even like he's going to like an offensive guru head coach. He's going to a defensive minded and Raheem Morris, but maybe Zach Taylor could be the guy for him. I did see on like USA Today that there's been some Falcons buzz with Cousins here at the at the combine. Man, I don't, I don't, dude, you know what also could be a galaxy brain move? I don't actually, I don't know if it's a galaxy brain move, but what, what if they if, brought in Kirk and then drafted JJ at eight, have him sit behind him for two to three years? If, if I, if I'm Kirk, that would really annoy me because it's, it's essentially like the Aaron Rodgers, like, oh, let's go win a Super Bowl. Oh, we're taking Jordan Love. Like I want to win right yeah. now. I feel like that would annoy me for that. Um, Another name, just throwing it out there. I mean, Zach Wilson's on the trade block. We could throw them an eighth round or a ninth round pick. Probably get him. Do, do one of those. Um, I don't know who. I, do you have a name? I mean, I, I like Kirk. I, I'll push for Kirk. If we, but that's this is probably going to be the most radical mock signing we've done so far. This would be nuts. And I feel like if we sign Kirk, we're pretty much chalked in free agency. Like we're signing. Van Jefferson back on the minimum, which is fine. I mean, he's going to have weapons and they could still target a receiver at eight. Like this could be a Roma Dunze pick. This could be somebody they could target um, in the draft specifically. I don't think they're going to be able to trade for a receiver, but I, I don't, I don't hate going for cousins. I'm not like fully on fields to it, uh, to the Falcons. And, and if we do cousins, um, like he, we think he's going to get about 40 mil. So that is all the cap space that we have. But Pretty we much. did mention we could then just cut Heineke and get seven back. So we could do that little combo move right there. You mentioned the wide receivers in the draft. So far in our mocks, I'm pretty sure um, Odunze still would be available based on what we've been yeah. doing. So they could yeah, go we... that route. I don't hate that. I don't hate that at all. That'd be really fun. Um, and Kirk Cousins was one of the better quarterbacks before he went down last year. And he's still a top, I would say... 12-ish quarterback yeah, in the league. I, I was going to say healthy. 10. I was going to say yeah. 10 even. I'm fine with that. And you're going to pair him with some really good weapons. They've invested a little bit into the old line as of late too. We could even look at old line at eight with Olu Fashanu if we wanted to give him like somebody else to protect. I, I would say the contract's probably around three year 120. They could probably finagle like the base salary so they can have a little bit more cap space. Um, you want to do it? Let's do it. All, All right. right. Kirk Cousins, three years 120 going to the Atlanta Falcons. That that kills all our cap space, but <laughs> we do get to keep our second or third round pick, whatever it would have cost to get field. So I mm-hmm. like that aspect. Um, the only downside of signing Cousins is I really want this team to go after like a big name pass rusher as well, but I just yeah. don't, I can't find the money to make that work. So that's probably something they got to do either probably day two in the draft. I don't think they do it in the first round. So that's maybe something we got to target down the line, unless... Unless you can find an edge rusher you like for about seven mil, because that's all we got. <laughs> um, I guess that could be like a Dallas Turner or a team too. Mm-hmm. And I'm like trying to plug this into yeah, spot track. We like if we cut Heineke and sign Cousins to around forty mil a year, we got about three point eight left over. So they probably have to cut some other guys that have the money for the draft as well. Um, but I think that's interesting enough. Three years, one twenty. So we have Kirk at the quarterback spot. We'll have Bijan and Algier in the backfield, and then you got. Drake London, is there like, I mean, I'm sure they'd be able to get like a veteran. Yeah, let's let's receiver. find a let's find a vet receiver that's out there. Yeah, like, do we just go? Is uh, is Antonio Gibson a free agent? Do we just throw like sign him for the minimum, <laughs> throw him out wide because running backs go for nothing? I mean, 
I mean, one, I don't know how much um, <laughs> I don't know how much Kirk like KJ Osborne, but he's available. I know I was gonna say get bring because he he's not very good, so he would definitely get the minimum. Brandon Powell <laughs> is is Michael Thomas actually a free agent? Did I miss that? I didn't think so. Spotshock has him as a free agent. PFF does. Or are you looking? PFF was, does? Yeah, which is usually PFF is like on top of that. But unless I missed that, I didn't think he got cut or I'm something. not seeing that from Spotshock right okay. now. Okay. All right. I'm guessing PFF messed up then because I don't Unless they he's... think they're going to cut him and that's like a projection. Hmm. I think they I think I thought they restructured him maybe. So yeah, cuz he's why. due he's due money next year and then he's a free okay. agent potentially next year. All right, so I'm going to ignore he that. he was 2019 <laughs> Offensive Player of the Year. Wild fall off. Obviously yeah. injuries. I mean, talk um, about... You want to talk about fall offs in the Falcons. I mean, Todd Gurley, what happened there? Like, <laughs> Do we bring... I'm trying to think, dude. Josh Reynolds would be nice, but he might get a little bit. I think he's going to get more than... I know. Mm. LaVisca Chenault, take a flyer on him. Trent Sherfield? It's not terrible. Chase Claypool? He's stuck. Oh, right I mean, now. that's like... that. That's the type of guy we're looking for, though. That's young, yeah. and you can convince yourself. It's basically Justin Fields. He's young enough where you can convince yourself. Maybe, maybe <laughs> he turns it around. Like I could. Yeah, I could see that. <laughs> I don't know if they would get more, but like I would be content with getting Chase Claypool and Sterling Shepard. But I don't know if they Shepard's would have the money gone. for that. You think he's yeah. done? But that's 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 prime for us. That's prime for us. This is where we can get somebody that costs nothing because we have no money now. <laughs> Oh wait, we're talking about nobody. Kadarius Tony, how much he going for? Oh, dude, that's that's huge. We need that. Um, I I would bring in Kadarius Tony. I don't think he's been cut yet, but there's there's no shot oh, he's, he's on the Chiefs next year, right? Like, there's no shot. Like, let's just say he's getting cut because he's no. getting cut. I love Jawan Jennings too, but I think he would cost too much. Almost a Super Bowl MVP. He's too right. much money. Darnell Mooney's gonna Jones? get a lot. What's yeah, it's gonna be like somebody like that. Diamond Peoples Jones, two point seven mil. That's that's probably right around what they're gonna have. <laughs> J- yeah, Jalen Rager. I- I'm fine with Donovan People Jones, and then we bring in uh, Chase Claypool and Chase Claypool or a draft. Team. All right, Donovan People Jones, Chase Claypool, just to really hopefully turn their careers around. One year deals, um, and then we're probably gonna draft somebody as well because this team definitely needs somebody. Um, or we could have just brought back Matt Collins. I don't think he would really have too much of a market. I mean, the thing is though, like I could see someone paying him for like yeah. whatever reason just because he did he did well in the falcon system so take that however you want but he did do pretty decent considering what he was working with last year mm-hmm. okay so that's basically it we really can't do anything in in free agency so we signed basically donovan's people donovan people's jones and chase claypool um which are fine like wide receiver fours but we're asking them right now to be a two and a three unless we i like there's a lot of receivers. See, like, Roma Dunze at eight in our mock, great, but we may have to target one in the second round because this is getting, like, we may have to draft, like, a Dallas Turner at eight or a, I don't I don't think we're going to go O-line at eight. I'm like, this is, I think, the first time in our draft that we're actually going to have some, like, debate on what we can go. Yeah, and this wouldn't be, um, like, hypothetically, if all three wide receivers go before them, which would mean the Titans most likely take one, then I could see the Falcons maybe trading back and trying to get another second or third round pick to try to come up Dude, with uh, some more players. Do we, do we do we trade down? Trade down with the Vikings who now need a quarterback. Trade up for JJ McCarthy. <laughs> Love it. Dude, I kind of like it. Where so the Vikings are at what 12? 
Yeah, they're 11. They're right behind the Jets, I think. Okay. Um, now, who's at 12? Now, the tw- 12 is Broncos. So if they really love McCarthy, okay. they could maybe move up too. <laughs> so we would trade down from 8 to 11. Let's do it. Uh, let's see what the fa- or the Vikings... Um, let's see what their draft capital situation is looking like. So they have... If we wanted to trade down with the Vikings, they have 11-42. God damn it, they don't have a third. Hold on, I'm pulling I want, like, I would want 40. Do you think we can get 42, or is that too rich? From Minnesota? Yeah, or we we could send them a third or something like that. All right, so I'm using the handy-dandy, trusty um, NFL trade value chart to see what these (laughs) picks are worth, because what do we know? What do we know at the end of the day? Um... The Falcons pick is worth the eighth overall pick is worth fourteen hundred, and are we saying Minnesota, right? Yeah, at eleven. Minnesota's is worth twelve fifty, so two fifty would be essentially a third round pick, is what it would equate to. Which that's that's not accurate because if their team's moving that much in the first round, they're getting more than a third round pick. So I feel like a second round, first, and. Oh, do you want to sure. send them our fourth or one of our thirds do you think would be fair? Like in that trade as well. Because I do think a second and a first or three spots, Yeah, I feel like just that alone might be a lot. Hmm. So it's it's basically do we want to give up um, number um, – so they have uh, – or they don't have a fourth. <laughs> so it's like we can give them like a 2025 fourth. Um, but we could also give them 79. So we're basically moving. I, I don't hate that. Like 79 and 8 for 11 and 42. 79. Wait, say it one more time. Sorry. <laughs> so no, no. Yeah, it'd be. So we'd be moving. Um, yeah, 79 and 8 would be going to Minnesota. And the Falcons would be getting 11 and 42. So the Falcons, which honestly on, on record, I'd hate this trade for Minnesota. I, I would not like this. Like just to mortgage forty two for a quarterback that I don't know. I guess people do like JJ McCarthy. Minis- thing, Minnesota would be, or the Falcons would be getting about seventeen hundred worth of value, and Minnesota would be getting about sixteen hundred. So it's pretty, pretty even. Is that fair? Get, yeah, it's hard to get closer than that. So if we think if we think that that trade makes sense, which would then in, assume there's four quarterbacks in the top eight <laughs> which always works out well whenever it happens that's mm-hmm. that's the road we'd be going up down <laughs> yeah i wonder if it would move anymore if we gave them 74 like we could do that because we have two thirds a little bit but i mean you might as well keep the better third <laughs> okay okay so we're gonna so we're gonna keep so basically now we're gonna pencil in that like mccarthy goes eight um, and obviously, since we've never traded down on one of these mock off seasons, but I like this a lot for them. We have 11, 42, 43, and 70, 74. So we got some nice capital here. Um, and I think we can look like Nate Wiggins, but we could also assume, hmm. So like, say hypothetically, McCarthy goes eight to the Vikings. Bears at nine. They probably go a Dunze or Nate Wiggins here. And then the Jets at 10 take like Oofashanu. Yeah, I think... I think the Bears would take a Dunze, I think, at nine. Okay, okay. So basically, we have, like, Dallas Turner, Nate Wiggins are the two pieces, I think, here for us. Yes, unless... I mean, I don't know what his current... I think it might be too rich. Hold on. Let me... Are we trading down again? No, no, we're not trading down again. 
But a guy who I've mentioned before, and he's been picking up steam, and I don't know if it's going to... Is it Fuaga? No, I, I was going to say Chop Robinson. Like, I've been seeing mocks now where he's, like, flying. That high? I know, I know. I've been seeing oh him God. flying up. So I don't know. But, I mean, Dallas Turner probably is, or Jared Verse. Like, one of them two seem to be. Yeah. I, I would prefer Dallas Turner if that's the mm-hmm. route we go. Um, I'm fine with Turner as like this team, like you said, needs an edge rusher, and yeah, we can I mean, go corner at, at 42 or 43. Yeah, because if you look at their uh, defense from last year, their leading, um, their leading sackers was Calais Campbell and Bud Dupree, both at six and a half each. So not, yeah. <laughs> not ideal. All right, let's take Dallas Turner at 11. All right. Pencil him in there. All right. So they get an edge rusher, which is huge. I think trading down would be the move if this was their spot. Um, so 42, we have back-to-back picks here, which is nice. I think we should definitely target a receiver with one of these. And I think the other one could be a corner or just anybody on the defensive side of the ball. Um, in this, like, Lad McConkie could be nice, but does he make it that far down? Um, in the Titans mock, we did Xavier Worthy. So we wouldn't mock him here. We haven't mocked Keon Coleman yet. Um, Kamari Lasseter, have we have we done him in a mock? Now we've just we, done so many mocks. I feel like we did him. I know. I feel like we did too. I feel like I just got to pull everything up here. Um, <laughs> we should have made like a like a like a database here of everybody we've mocked. So um, um, yeah, we've done. Okay, we just can't do TJ Tampa because we did him in the in the Cardinals. I'm like going through all my sheets here. Uh, we did Xavier Leggett. Um, in the commanders, so we can't do him. Did, did we? We didn't do Roman Wilson, or did we do Roman Wilson? I don't think so. We've done Darius Robinson, Brock Bowers, and the Chargers. Um, and then this is the Pats one. Now, Jaden Daniels, Dominic. Okay. I don't think we've done Roman Wilson. Is he the one that's been killing the combine? Yes. Or he's the. Uh, he's supposed to have an insane 40 when he runs it. I think wide receivers are on Saturday, I think. Mm-hmm. So when he runs it, he's supposed to have like insane. He's like a freak athlete. Yeah, okay. I mean, and he had a great he had a great season. Um, mainly in the slot, which I guess is fine if you have Drake London, Donovan People Jones, and Chase Claypool. I guess you could just throw them out wide and keep Roman Wilson in the slot. Then. Yeah, it's something, and he's and he's twenty two. So I think like having somebody with experience is nice coming over. Obviously, just won a national championship with Michigan, and I think that yeah, I, I think we have to take a receiver with one of these two picks, and I like Roman Wilson. Um, just because I don't think McConkey makes it here, and I, I don't think they would want Keon Coleman. I, I have yeah, no idea I, where Keon Coleman's going. I think from what I've seen, Keon Coleman probably is going late first, early second. Yeah. From what um, I've seen, so. Okay. Wow. Late first, Keon Coleman. That's going to be an interesting pick if that happens. Um, all right. So there's some safeties on the board, but, I mean, they have um, – don't they have – uh, they have Jesse Bates, Bates. yeah. And then they have, obviously, A.J. Terrell. They have Richie Grant under contract. They have a few corners. But I, I think I would like a corner here, especially if they're losing Jeff Akuda in free agency. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because they're – yeah, you mentioned they don't have any, like – besides um, Terrell, there's not much, like – No. There's So there's Kyrie Jackson from Oregon. Um Kamari Lasseter, we've mocked. I'm pretty sure already. I think we did. Yeah, I think we did. Yeah, so we'll 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 try to not mock him. Um, there's just kind of going through these. TJ Tampa, I believe we've also mocked. We did. We did Tampa. Yeah. Yeah, we've done Tampa. Um, and it's Rakestraw. We haven't, but that would be 
I wonder if he would be available there. I don't think so. I have him. Uh, okay. The mock I'm doing has him going in the first. So. Gotcha. Okay. Um. So I think it would be like we did. I, I'm pretty sure we did Simristol. Yeah, we did him. Um. We did, did him to the Giants. Did we do Kyrie Jackson? I know you mentioned him. I don't. No. Know. No, we haven't. Because he's he probably he's probably the next corner. Because after you, like, if TJ Tampa's gone and Kamari Lasseter is gone, after Kyrie Jackson, it's kind of a drop off. Like, there's not. Yeah. I mean, you got um, Sandra still out of Michigan, who I think we did mock somewhere, maybe. Yeah, we we just sent him to uh to the Giants. Sandra still. Yeah. So and then after him, then there's really no one for a while. So. I feel like if we want a corner, it probably now might be a bit of a reach of a pick, but mm-hmm. you're not. There's really no one else really there. No. Um, okay, so let's go Kyrie Jackson, and we're hitting tons of needs in this draft. Dallas Turner, Ed Rusher at 11, Roman Wilson receiver at 42, uh, which I love, and then Kyrie Jackson, um, Oregon, um, corner 43. So we're picking at 74. Um we could go another receiver here. There's plenty that could be around here. Johnny Wilson, Florida State, Jamari Thrash, Louisville, Brennan Rice, USC, uh, Malachi Corley, Western Kentucky. Uh, we could also look at Cameron Kitchens as a safety option, get some depth. We could go Gabriel Murphy, Edge Rusher, get some more depth there. Um, out of UCLA, we can go Blake Fisher, tackle Notre Dame. Any any name specifically? Michael Pratt development pick here? Yeah, okay. Um <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we already got the edge rusher we needed. We got the wide receiver two we needed. We got the cornerback mm-hmm. two that we needed. I feel like just by looking at what this team is, I don't think O-line is the way they go right now just because of all the money that's already invested. It seems like that would be kind of a waste of a pick. Yeah. Um, I mean, Grady Jarrett and um, Anyamata are already under contract, big money, so I don't think interior D-line – we could just double down on DNs, but they do have Zach Harrison already under contract. Who, I mean, he was a third-round pick last year. It's a new coaching staff, so maybe they want to move on. But he didn't didn't really play that bad, so he could be he could be one DN next year. So maybe we can skip that. So it could yeah. just be a best player. They went DN type situation. Yeah, they went DN second round in 2022 with um, the guy to Penn State. Hmm. Damn, they've really prioritized defense in the draft the last two years. Outside of like, well, I guess like Ritter and Algier and London 22. Okay. Um, yeah, best player available. I'm fine with, I mean, we could go another receiver. There's Austin Booker, Edge out of Kansas if we did want to go another one there. Uh, this could be Braylon Trice, but do we think he would be there at 74? It's crazy how much he's, he's fallen. fallen. Right? He, like when we started doing these mocks, he, he was like a borderline first rounder. He fell off... Um, Cameron K- Kitchens, you mentioned earlier, he fell off. He fell off a little bit. Um, and these, yeah. We could go Patrick Paul, tackle out of Houston, get another tackle. Obviously, you can't never have enough tackle depth or O-line depth in general. Um, Cedric Van Praan out of Georgia, interior O-line. Could probably bounce him around a little bit. Um, did, we, did we put him somewhere already or no? We have not. We've done uh, Zach Frazier, the center. We did him to Washington. We did Christian Mahogany. Uh, and yeah, I don't think we, no, we definitely haven't touched him. I, we could go Cedric Van Praan, um, cause you could probably throw him at center guard spots. Yeah. Cause I'm, I'm looking at the center now. Drew Dahlman was their center last year and he, he did have a pretty good season according to PFF, but only has one more year left on his contract. His market value for next year, they're saying is going to be around 13. So if the, Gee, yeah. if the Falcons kind of want to 
I mean, maybe get ahead of it a little bit. And then you mentioned you can play. I mean, Cedric Van Praan, he's never played anywhere besides center. But, I mean, you can maybe maybe hide him at one of the guard spots. Or he could just sit and learn for a year. Because, yeah. I mean, I do – I say this in almost every video. Georgia going to Atlanta makes perfect sense. Like, <laughs> all about the – No, game. I know, right? I like it, though. I like it. I, I feel like you can always go interior O-line here um, and just get that depth, honestly, going forward. Yeah, because if we didn't – I mean, hindsight, if we didn't sign both Claypool and Domus Peoples-Jones, I'd say maybe take another wide receiver here. But I feel like one of those two has to work out and then maybe gets a second contract with them. So I feel yeah. like planning planning for the future with O-line and just having depth on the O-line in general is probably better for this team as they uh, – because if they sign Kirk Cousins, their window is the next three three years. you got to do whatever you can within the, these next three years to win. Yeah, we could go Jerry and Jones. I'm just looking at him now at a Florida State to to kind of zag here. Florida State corner, slot guy. And if we're going to lose Terrell, I know we added Kyrie Jackson, but I'm still looking at the corners on this team. It's not pretty outside of Terrell. But, like, they do have Clark Phillips under contract and Mike Hughes. Ah. I was so high on Clark Phillips last year, and then he fell to, like, the fourth round <laughs> or something. Like, it just didn't yeah, work out. Yeah, he's young. I mean, yeah, you would hope that one of these guys would bounce back. All right, you want to stick with Cedric Van Praan? I don't know. The more, the, the more, I'm, looking at, more I'm looking at Jerry and Jones, I kind of like it. But uh, I know. We could go him. I'm fine with that. I don't got to lime into one of them. Let's go with Jones because I can see him getting on the field more this year than okay. Van Praan. And I assume, yeah, if you're getting Kirk Cousins, like – you, your goal is probably the Super Bowl next year, if you think it's like, like realistic or not. But their goal would be the Super Bowl. Yeah, I mean, you have to you have to win the division title. Considering you have the Saints, who are just somehow in uh, getting cap space again. You have the Panthers, who you think are at the bottom, and somehow the mm-hmm. Bucks have won the division three years in a row, and the four years ago won the Super Bowl. So <laughs> it's a competitive division. I I didn't say good division. I say competitive division. But I mean, yeah, that's. They're very close. I, I thought they were going to make the jump last year. So maybe this is the year they make the jump. Yeah, I think so. Like So like we signed Kirk Cousins. We cut Tower Heineke. We signed Donovan Peoples-Jones, Chase Claypool. We traded down from 8 to 11 with the Vikings. So we acquired um, we acquired 43. And we had to also give up 79 in that deal. We drafted Dallas Turner, Ed Rusher from Bama at 11. Roman Wilson, receiver from Michigan at 42. So he would probably be the wide receiver too. And then you had Peoples-Jones and Claypool has a three and four, which obviously looks a lot better. Kyrie Jackson, corner, hopefully can uh, more than the loss of uh, Jeff Akuda in free agency. And then Jerry Jones, also some corner uh, backed up that we got in the third round. So yeah, um, all in all, I think I think this team would be the favorites to win the division if they land Kirk Cousins, they draft well. Um, I would say so. So seven, seven to nine or seven and 10 last year, I think this team could flip that around. I think this team could go 10 and seven with the, these moves. Yeah, I mean some and some of their losses last year were just so close. Like they just needed they were essentially the Jets like two years ago when everyone said, Oh, all they need is a quarterback and then unfortunately Aaron Rodgers got hurt. But all the hype was there. If this team just gets that competent quarterback, I think all the hype will be there. I already saw um I don't know how he got to this conclusion, but Colin Cowherd, as of middle February, does have the Falcons winning the division next year. So there I mean maybe the hype's already building in the media, so I mean, it's definitely possible. 
Yeah, so I, I think that, yeah, like the Falcons would be probably favorites to win the division. And I'm excited to see if they go Cousins, if they go Fields or Russ or McCarthy, who knows. But uh, yeah, that's going to be it. I hope you guys did enjoy our Falcons mock offseason. If you're listening on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, we'd appreciate a ton with a rating and review over there as well. Um, and if you're watching on YouTube, we'd appreciate you dropping a thumbs up. Subscribe if you're not already. And let us know in the comments what you guys think of the Falcons upcoming offseason. And we'll catch you guys in the next one. Peace.